0: Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life his way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. All right, let's get into it. Somebody say cheer up. Cheer up. (laughs) Cheer up. So this is the inaugural message. This is the first uh, of the series. So I'm going to just try to set it up. The whole sermon is basically a setup for what we'll receive uh, the rest of the month. But I, I, I do want to give you give you guys a word. This is very important to me because when I was growing up, you know, Pentecostal, Apostolic, Hakamashanda, Holy Ghost, chicken dinners and fish dinners. When I grew up, like I, I mean, that's how I grew up. That's how I grew up. We always needed something, and our way to raise money was dinners. Nobody had their own business, so we could just cook. <laughs> we didn't know how to get grants. We just fish fry. When I was growing up, joy, not joy really, but happiness or fun was almost carnal. Almost. Almost. Uh, uh, It was almost in the category of, hey, this is the joy of the Lord, but fun, I had fun. Like fun and enjoyment and and, and just being happy uh, was almost a taboo word. It was almost like it was, that's for the world. We have joy, they're happy. I'm like, well, we need to change some words in the Bible then because happy is all in the Bible. Mm For the believer, that is our privilege, to be happy and enjoy our lives. And God wants us to enjoy our lives to the fullest. We're going to talk about it. So this whole month, we're focusing on you emotionally and mentally and actually spiritually. It's all spiritually. but We want to focus on you emotionally and mentally. Where are you emotionally? Where are you mentally? When you're in church, you know you have a certain mindset. But when you leave here, where are you? Where are you? Are you sad most of the time? Are you always reaching towards but never attaining? Are you, are, you, are, you, are you down? Are you depressed? Are you hurt? Are you sick about something? We want to allow the Holy Spirit this month to heal those areas and bring it up in the name of Jesus. Y'all ready? Yes, All right, so I want to talk about a few things. I want, to, I, want to, I want to set this up because God wired our bodies so amazingly. Like scientists and researchers are still trying to figure out. What in the world is going on in the details of our body, in particular the mind, the heart? Uh, they're trying to still figure it out because they haven't gotten a hold on it yet. But there are some chemicals that are released uh, for, for your happy your, for your happy. okay? So here are your happy chemicals. I'm gonna put them on the screen for you. <laughs> if you never heard of it dopamine, primarily affect our happiness that these are the four major ones there are other chemicals that are released but these are the four major ones uh chemicals that are released to the brain to make us feel and enjoy the happiness that we are experiencing and this is what God has ordained our bodies to do dopamine I'm gonna go to that really quick is it, it let's go to the first slide thank you dopamine is it motivates you to take action towards your goals desires and needs and gives you a surge of reinforcing pleasure when you achieve them. This is the this is the chemical that is released uh, when you re- f- when you receive a reward. When you rewarded something, dopamine is released and you're excited to be rewarded for the things you've done. When you achieve something, this chemical is released and you get a happy feeling because you achieved something and you got a, a reward or a response. Uh, this is the this is the chemical that is released when you have a lot of likes on your pictures. I'm sorry, all the young people, I'll come back for you in a minute. But uh, y'all know what I'm talking about. You wake up or you, you check back on your phone after work and you got likes. It's like, uh, you're so happy. This is the chemical that's released. That's like a reward. That's like a, wow, that happened. And that's why we are disappointed and, and, and disheartened when we don't have a lot of likes because this, this is stopped. Procrast- so when you when you have a reward or when you set a goal and you achieve the goal, you start the business or you ha- whatever your goal is, when you achieve it, this chemical is released and you feel good. But procrastination, self-doubt, and lack of enthusiasm are linked with low levels of dopamine. Lack of enthusiasm. I don't feel like it. I'll get to it. You know, you're not happy about it. That's why the Bible says, and I'm going to intertwine the Bible with these scientific facts. That's why the Bible says, without a vision, yeah. people. people perish. This is released when you got goals and you're achieving your goals. But when you don't have it, lack of enthusiasm, procrastination. All right, I, I'll get to it. When you got vision, you got drive, you got energy. That's that. Where's your drive at? What are you excited to do tomorrow? Yeah. What are you excited to achieve next week? Each week, have small goals and set it. This will encourage your happy. Are you understanding what I'm saying? All right. Break big goals down into little pieces so you can create a series of little finish lines which releases this chemical. This is instruction, y'all. I'm doing instruction early, okay? Okay break your big goals down i'm going to start a business but first i'm going to get my finances together well even before that i'm going to check my credit but be, what break it down look at your name and say break it, break it down before you come up you got to break it down break down your big goals to little pieces so you can create a series of wins oh ooh, it happened oh it happened oh and it'll increase every step you take your happiness your vision your strength your drive will increase amen, amen. create new goals before achieving your current one. Create new goals before achieving your current one. That ensures a consistent pattern of experiencing this chemical. Now, this is instruction right here. This is what people be like, all right, when he going to preach? But you missed the whole thing. You, the instruction is it, not to preach. See, this, oh, gosh. You don't come to church to feel good. You come to be good. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So I'm not, waste, I'm not trying to waste your time. I will never put anything on the screen that I don't think will benefit you. Okay? But I want you to know I'm jumping right in. I'm right. Instruction. This is a big scientific fact. You probably heard of it. You probably never have. But listen to the instruction and your happiness will increase. Amen? Amen. All right. Serotonin. The next one. This flows when you feel significant or important. When you feel significant or important, this chemical is released. Loneliness and depression are present when serotonin is absent. Okay? So this this is what's released when when you, it says right here, gratitude practices, uh, like Alice said when she opened up today. Your gratitude can help remind you that you are valued and significant. So when you do things, when you serve, when you volunteer, this chemical is released and you're happier than somebody cleaning your house. If, if you have somebody clean in your house, I know you'll feel good. You can just relax and flick the channels. But if you got out and clean the streets, you'll feel better. Okay, that's why Jesus said the greatest in the kingdom are the servants. They're the happiest. They're the most fulfilled. It's not things being done for you. It's when I do things for. Do unto others. Come on, as you would have them do unto you. So when you practice gratitude or do certain things like that, this chemical is released. Uh, Although too much ultraviolet light isn't good, some daily sun exposure is healthy for boosting serotonin levels. So you're living in the right state. The sunshine state. Aren't you glad the sun shines in Florida, ladies and gentlemen? That's why we moved to Florida. I tell everybody, I say even my problems are better down here. Same problem, different sun. It, feel, it feels better to have the same problem. I still got bills. I still got, but it feels better here. <laughs> so get out there. Get some sun. Get some light or practice gratitude. Volunteer. Do some things. This will increase serotonin, which will increase happiness overall in your life. Is that understood? Amen. Amen. All right. Hold on, hold on. Let me see. Sadness, anger, and guilt blocks happiness. All right. That's it. Let's go to oxytocin. This one. <laughs> this Release of oxytocin creates intimacy, trust, and strengthens relationships. This is the type of chemical that's released when you're around people you trust, when you embrace them, when you feel safe. Ladies, when you put your head in this chest or when you're out with your friends and you just just it and you feel covered, that pleasing, happy feeling like, I'm with my homies. I'm with my girls. That's this chemical right here. It's released by women and men during uh, sexual intercourse mm-hmm, from married couples. Amen. Uh, 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 I didn't get an amen quite loud on. Okay, amen. Okay, all right. (laughs) Uh, It's often referred to, well, let me talk about that really quick. So this chemical is released during the climax of a sexual uh, interaction. So this is why people get hooked on pornography. Because we think it makes us happy. No, it just releases this chemical. So that's why after you're done, you're not happy. First of all, all of these chemicals that I'm telling you, they're released in your brain in little spurts. It's not like a whole drainage. It's not like a pouring in. It's like, and that's enough to make your whole, that's how powerful this chemical is. That little spurt is enough to make your whole day happy. So when you you engage in pornography or masturbation or things like that, we think that's going to make us happy. But all it does is give you just a little spurt of oxytocin. That's why we're like, why did I do that? Why do I keep doing it? Because you're not overall happy just that chemical was released. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Okay, so it, that, this little area can get you hooked on sex. Oh, well, never mind. Okay. <laughs> it's not happiness. That's why you keep sleeping with me. Maybe next time be better. Maybe next time. And you think you're happy, but you have to keep doing it to keep releasing this. Because it's not happiness. all right so often this chemical is often referred to as the cuddle hormone a simple way to keep it flowing is to give somebody a hug somebody hug somebody please come here love oh you go ahead you hugging them go ahead just give somebody a hug just say i love you i love you i love you just hug somebody you're releasing oxytocin hug somebody and they won't they won't watch the, the, the internet tonight hug them hug them and they won't creep hug them Hug them! Jesus, will y'all hug your kids, please? So they won't be on their phones at 2 in the morning. Hug them! In the name of Jesus. If I just had a hug, I would get the same feeling. Endorphins, the last one. (laughs) Endorphins are released in response to acute pain and stress to help alleviate anxiety. And depression. The surging second wind is a euphoric runner's high. Like when you're getting tired and you feel like you're about to give up and you might be hurting, you only got one more lap, you're like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. That thing that kicks in, endorphins. You get a kick in like, uh-uh, no, no. But it's, it's in response to pain sometimes and stress to help alleviate anxiety and depression. So I know this hurts, but I'm not going to get depressed, so I'm going to get my second wind. I, uh, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I might be experiencing pain, but I ain't gonna. Uh-uh. I'm not gonna be depressed and sad and stressed out. I'm. A, this endorphin kicks in. They call it the the second the second win. It says along here it is. This is how you keep it up. Along with exercise, laughter is the easiest ways to induce endorphin release. So what is your response to pain? You should let la- Uh-oh. You should be like, pa! See, it's either that or depression. Yeah, to help alleviate anxiety or depression. If you're depressed, sad, stressed, you're not laughing enough. I'm about to go spiritual. You don't trust God. I'm going to do the whole trust God and you don't believe and you need the joy of the Lord. Before that, God has naturally wired us to be healthy and happy. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is not alienated from the Bible. This is alongside the Bible. The Bible is reinforcing these things. Like, don't be depressed. Don't be stressed. Laugh. I mean, look at somebody's outfit. And I'm sorry. No, don't do that. Don't. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) Laughing is a way to induce it. Also, keep some scented oils. And dark chocolate at your desk for a quick endorphin boost. All the ladies like, yes, oh my God. Thank you, pastor. Thank you, God and pastor. Uh, The thing about about this, y'all. These chemicals are released in response to you being happy. They don't make you happy. They make you, feel, they make you feel the happiness you already are. See, the thing, are you all hearing what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going somewhere now. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. The thing about God, see, we have to learn happiness. The way we had to learn happiness is, is, is kind of twisted. God created everything. This is what he told me. He said, Ty, I created everything as a finished product except the garden. The Bible says he planted a garden in the east. He planted everything else. He created. He called. He created. He formed. The garden, he planted. So I like to think that he took his time and came in a form of man like he did when he rose again. And he was a gardener when he rose again. Y'all quiet on this side. Let me go over here. When Jesus died and he rose again, they saw him as a gardener. I like to see him plant. But that's not the point. So everything he created was a finished product. Man, hippos, elephants. It was no baby nothings. He, the Bible says he created everything with its seed in itself. The seed of everything was in itself, so he created no babies. So Adam already had joy. He was happy. He had peace. He had all the fruit of the spirit. He didn't have to learn it. He was created that way. He didn't have to learn it. That's how God intends for us to. He intends for us to be happy, not get happy, not learn, y'all. Be. I'm gonna go there in a minute. The issue with us is we start out as children. So we learn happiness by this. I'm happy when I get what I want. It got quiet over here, so I'm going to stay for a little while. I'm happy when I get what I want. You learn that from a child. Your first existence to the world is cry till you get it, smile when you do. I've seen a kid, ah, 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 (laughs) tears in his eye. Now he laughing. Two seconds ago, he was vehemently crying. But when he got what he wanted, he was happy. Things should not have that much power over your life. Oh, y'all gonna, so you're gonna be sad till you get it? Are you kidding me? You got the presence of God on the inside. You're gonna be depressed until it happens. Where's your faith? Where's your trust? Where's your hope? Children are only happy when they get what they want. Why are adults the same? We need to go back to our Adamic stage, pre Adamic, pre pre fallen man stage. We need to go back to just being and not waiting for something to happen for us to be happy. That's adolescent. It's immature. It's immature to only be happy when you get or have what you want. Unfortunately, we learn that way. And parents, let me talk to the next. Let's try to save the next generation. So So now that we are here, okay, cool. Can I talk to new parents now? Don't just give your kids everything they want. You're giving them a false perception of what the world is. You're giving them a false perception of what happiness is. You're giving them a false perspective of all of these things. So let's train up a child in a way he should go. Some things you don't get all the time. Okay. So we grow to believe that I'm happy when I get. But God says just be. Here we go. So the next scripture, well, the first scripture, Of the day, no, what's before that? It was something before that. It was something before that. There you go. A happy heart is good medicine, and a joyful mind, look at this, causes healing. But a broken spirit dries up the bones. A happy heart is good medicine. Not a praise. Not worship. Not prayer. Not speaking in tongues. Not spending time with God every day. Not fasting and seeking him (laughs) for his... Happy heart. Just be happy. Tell somebody, just be happy. Period. A happy heart. Alone. A happy heart. There are healthier people who are not believers. Because they've taken the responsibility and saying, I'm going to be happy with the life I have today. Believers don't even take that responsibility. We're always sad while we're waiting on God. No, a merry heart, not a praising heart, not a Holy Ghost filled heart, just a happy heart heals you. Don't let the world get a revelation that was meant for the believer. This is meant for us. It's in the scriptures. Happy heart. A happy heart. What condition is your heart in this morning? It's good like a medicine. You're going to, so, but a broken spirit, a sad heart, a depressed mind, stress dries up the bones. You are literally going to kill yourself because you're so sad. You're so bored. You're so stressed. You're so depressed. You're so confused. You're going to literally dry up your own bones. It didn't say the devil will do it. When you're not happy, the enemy attacks you. No. This is how I wired your body. God wired you to have joy. He wired you to be happy. He wired your body to respond positively when you are happy and negatively when you're not. What does that mean? If happiness had this much Control, if this is true, why aren't we all going after it? So happiness does all this, and y'all sitting here like, Amen, that's true. If we know it's true, why are we not in pursuit of happiness? I'm gonna preach that next week. Why are we not in pursuit? Every day we should be looking, what's, ha- what's, ha- what can make- what's happy, all right, I, matter of fact, I'm happy. That added to it. That added to it. That made me smile. Every day you should be happy on purpose because you believe it's keeping me healthy. Yeah. What's the use of having the Holy Ghost in the hospital? This ain't got nothing to do with being saved. I'm talking about you as a person. I'm talking about you as a human being that God created you to be. You have the power to make your whole body healthy by keeping your, keeping your heart happy. hmm Are we going to talk about it? We're going to keep talking about it. Happiness, the, the studies show, and Alice opened up with some of this, happiness protects the heart, lowers the heart rate and blood pressure, boosts motivation, energy, and creativity, strengthens the immune system. It combats disease and disabilities. You have fewer aches and pains. It lengthens your life. Happiness and health intertwine. They don't know if because you're healthy you're happy or because you're happy you're healthy. Researchers are still trying to figure it out because there's a marriage between health and happiness that they can't even figure out. Because God wired us, good God, to have joy unspeakable and full of glory. God wired us. He wired us that way. Even doctor's orders, sometimes when they let you go, doctor's instructions, them, have fun. Go watch Kevin Hart or something. Do Have a funny move. Do something fun. This is the doctor. Yeah, yeah that means there's nothing else I can do. Your health is in your happiness. Yeah. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Your health is in your happiness. My wife decided not too long ago, like, listen, I'm going to be happy, period. She was stressed. She was depressed. She was getting sick. She had heart, heart problems. She was having high blood pressure. It was all. And she said, enough. Yeah. I need somebody in this room this morning to say, you know what? Enough is enough. I have been sad. Cool. It's time. Yeah. Somebody scream, enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So be happy and your body will follow. Be happy and your body will follow. Stop responding to your body. You wake up and you don't feel good, so you choose not to be good. If you wake up and don't feel good, we then choose not to be good. But I'm letting you know you can be good even if you don't feel good. Man, take authority over it. Why are y'all subject to? We were created to have authority. Everybody say authority. Yes, and the first thing you have authority over is you. Your mind, your heart. No, I ain't going to have a bad day today. Straighten up heart. Straighten up mind. I'm going to work happy today. Working all day happy. Taking a lunch break happy. Coming back happy. Woo. Take authority over your mind. Take authority over your spirit. Stop letting everything dictate what your spirit will be. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. The deep only comes to kill, steal. Only comes. It's the next scripture. He only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He can't steal nothing if you ain't got nothing of value. So if you're under attack of the enemy, let me serve you notice. You're valuable. It's the wrong side to preach to. Let me come over here. You're under attack from the enemy and you don't know what's going on. You got something of value. People don't see it. Your friends don't notice it. Your boyfriend ain't paying attention to it. Your spouse don't realize it sometimes. But you got something of value. He can't steal if you ain't got nothing valuable. He can't kill if you ain't got life. And he can't destroy you if nothing's established. But I have come that you might have life. Yeah, but it says in, I love this. I came that you might have and what? Have and what? I'm going to wait till you say it louder. I know I'm, I'm pulling a lot out of y'all today. You're like, pastor, I've been screaming all service. You're talking about, oh, God is good. I did that. I scream for the comedian. What you want? Do this again. Say enjoy. Enjoy. Some things you need to have enthusiasm about. You need to have strength about it. If I came down there and punched you in your face, strength will come out of nowhere. Like, what you, who you think you, who you? You could be tired until I slap you. You get the strength of God, heaven, demons, all type of things will strengthen you. But you can't scream enjoy. That devil's a liar. I came that you might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance. What? To the full until it. Somebody say overflow. Jesus says, I want you to enjoy life. No, we're pilgrims passing through. This world is not ours. We're pilgrims passing through. Be in the world, but not of it. Love not the world, neither the things I am the world. Man! Are you kidding me? You are supposed to enjoy life. Can I ask you a question, Liv, in my first clothes? And y'all know I got three. Why are you not enjoying your life? I know y'all wish it was Pentecost Sunday and I was like and he will make a way. Uh-uh. Why are you not enjoying your life? Because after you ah ah and do all that, you're sad, depressed, got an attitude, confused. I'm not doing that at least. The devil is a liar. He came that we might enjoy to the to the fullest. To the fullest. High five your neighbor and Say to the fullest. Live it up. Live it up. Live it up. Live it up. To the fullest. Live it up. To the overflows. Live it up. Till you're happy. Live it up. Devil is a liar. We need all these Holy Ghost spurts because we don't know how to naturally dwell. We need, this. Hey, oh, we need all of that. We need all of that because we don't know how to function in Maitland. We don't know how to just live in Dr. Phillips. So we live from speaking in tongues to speaking in tongues. From church service to church that so we're almost uncomfortable walking in tropical cafe smoothie. Oh, I want that. Can you, can you order me a tropical smoothie? Um, the mango and peach. All right, hook me up. What, a. uh, uh protein powder. Way, way, way protein. I'm back. Okay, got way protein. Why are you not enjoying your life? Everybody in here, I will say over 90% will say something outside. Well, you understand my spouse. Well, them people at my job. Well, man, you understand my kids. Man, school is Man, my, everything will be outside like that controls you the devil oh, I'm, I'm sick of screaming I'm sorry I'm screaming y'all I'm just excited but the devil is a liar nothing controls you like the holy look, Jesus Jesus order my steps I'll acknowledge you in all my way don't let anything control your happiness whatever controls your happiness to the point that you can be depressed and sad If it's out of whack, worship that. Don't come to church no more. Go to your boo house every Sunday morning. If he can throw your whole day off, worship him. If she can throw your whole attitude off, don't come to church. Worship her. If your job can make you depressed, stop coming to church. Go to your job on Sunday. But if double shot, but if you know that in him I live, and I move and I have my being I need you to jump up and shout hallelujah it's in him we live and move and have our being nothing moves me like the Holy Ghost moves me nothing shakes me like the Holy Ghost shakes me nothing influences me like alright let me get y'all out of here First-time visitors, I'm sorry, I'm screaming, I'm excited. March gladness, you scream, you have a good time. <sighs> Mom, you hear me, Mom? Whatever controls your happiness like that, worship it. You're wasting time here because your heart. Your affections are not set on things above. Your affections are set on whatever controls your affections, Affection. If you ain't got enough money... Go to, go to Bank of America every Sunday. Just sit out there. Just. just stay out there all Sunday, and we'll call you when we're done at Live, and you can go back home. If money is your God, worship that. But if God is your God, and he's always good, I'm always enjoying my life. I'm always, I'm in between, I'm in between breakthroughs, but I'm still, he's with me in Egypt when I'm bound, he's with me in the wilderness when I'm confused, he's with me in the promised land when I'm blessed, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but I don't fear why, he's with me. Turn your name mood out a little bit, I got somebody with me, Woo, I felt that. Say, scoot down a little bit. I got somebody sitting with me, and his name is Jesus. His name is Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Y'all not with me, okay? Say, move down a little bit. Somebody with me, somebody with me. I got somebody with me. I know I look like I'm by myself, but I'm never alone. I'm never alone. What about Hey, I feel the spirit of joy in here. I feel the oil of gladness being poured on us. Let me get y'all the rest of this information. Say, Jesus wants me happy. happy. Next scripture says, let me move quickly. Behold, they brought to him a man sick, lying in bed. Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the man that was sick. What do he say? Cheer up. Did you hear that? Jesus said unto the sick. Yeah. Jesus' response to sickness is, cheer up. Oh, Wrong side. Oh, How does God respond to sick? Good. Cheer up. <laughs> you, <Ryan>. good. <laughs> good. Woo! It don't feel good, but I'm here. Come on now. If I'm here, you know all oh, this got to work together. You, you got to know that all. Y'all quiet. If I'm here, you got to know that all this is going to work out. Be of good cheer. Thy sins are forgiven. Whoa. So all the Sadducees are like, oh, who is this man? Only God can forgive sins. Blasphemy. And Jesus was like, man, I... what's easier to say? Thy sins are forgiven or, or, or be healed? Either way, I just did that to show you that the Son of Man has power to forgive sins. It's a good thing that he said that because a lot of us will think we deserve our current dysfunctional state because of our sins. The man did not come to Jesus. They brought him to Jesus. He probably felt so guilty. He probably felt like I will never be healed because of all the mess. Jesus responded to his heart. Be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. In other words, ain't nothing about to block this blessing. Oh, y'all the, y'all, the blessing that God is about to bring to you, if I tell you right now God is going to bless your life, you'll be thinking, well, he don't know, I got, I got this, I got that, I did this, I did that. Well, God is saying, okay, your sins are forgiven. So whatever you think will block what I'm about to do in your life is out of the way. Good, Jesus got on the cross just to say, "Man, let's get this out of the way so I can go ahead and bless you. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way so I can give you a." Brief. God said, "I got it out the way." You're, oh God! Somebody say, "I am forgiven. <laughs> Nothing can block your breakthrough. Nothing can block your healing. Nothing can block your provision. Nothing." That's why he said, "Be of good cheer. Be happy. Your sins are forgiven, man. Still sick." Then he said unto him. Take up your bed and walk. But we see here that before Jesus removes the sickness, he removes the sadness. <laughs> We're waiting for God to get this sickness out of our lives. And he's just working on your sadness. He's, igno- he's ignoring the whole stage of sickness that we focus on. And he's like, What's up with your sadness? What's up? We're focusing on this little monitor, but we don't understand. That that's bigger than the sickness. If I can get you to be of good cheer, I may not have to lay hands on you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jesus cares about how we feel. The condition of his heart was a greater priority than the condition of his body. Jesus said, I'm going to address both, but first, be of, good, be of good cheer. He cares about how we do with things. Let me keep going. So somebody say, cheer up. Even in the face of sickness. All right, now the next one. Oh, God. It's a big typhoon, storm. Jesus is walking on the water. They saw him, and they were troubled. Immediately he talked, and he says to them, what? Be of good cheer. In the face of sickness, he says, cheer up. In the face of trouble, he says, cheer up. The condition of your heart is greater than the condition of your storm. Or your life. He, that's not God's first, God's first thing is you, not your problem. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? God's main concern is you, not your issue. I know you're coming to church for your issues and all he's doing is addressing you. He cares about you. Your issues are going to come in and out. You should always have tribulation, but be of good cheer. There it is again. I have overcome the world. But in this world, you're always going to have stuff to go through. I'm not going to pay more attention to your issues than you. If I fix you, you probably won't even realize you got an issue. Oh, yeah, that's really? That's going on? okay. (laughs) You just be happy. Somebody say "Cheer cheer up. Don't get happy. Be happy. Now, the God of hope fill you with all joy, that's happiness, and peace in believing. I love that. So I'm filled with joy and happiness when I believe right. So if I'm stressing and depressed, something is wrong with my belief system. There's something I'm not believing right if I'm sad all the time. I'm going to say it a little bit slower. May the God of hope fill you with all joy, happiness, and peace in believing. David said, I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So, if you're sad and depressed and stressed all the time, I'm not saying you don't have a lot of, Pastor, you don't understand. I deal with it. I know you got a lot on you. But there's something wrong with your belief system if it controls your emotions to that extent. So, if you come to me sad, depressed, disheartened, I'm going to ask, well, what do you believe? Because in the fiery furnace, the Hebrew boy said, he's able if he don't do it. They believed it. Y'all quiet. They believe that, hey, regardless, he's able to deliver us. But even if he don't do it, we ain't going to bow. Oh. So their belief sustained them in something that should have killed them. So what do you believe? Happiness is in my beliefs. Your attitude exposes what you believe. Somebody say, cheer up. Cheer up. Paul is a slave on a ship and the ship captain said we're gonna go this way Paul said let's not go that way because there's gonna be a problem that way the ship captain still goes that way they hit a typhoon they hit a tsunami and boats back then wasn't like the Titanic it was like yeah <laughs> the technology was not that developed they didn't have a navigation system did mayday mayday was not no mayday March day April day or <laughs> no day they just out there like, oh my goodness, are we going to make, <laughs> they don't know, like they, they don't know, they're out there in a the typhoon and, and Paul stands up after he went and prayed and he says, now, he says, I exhort you, be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, for there stood by me this night an angel who I serve, he said, fear not, God always addresses the condition of your heart, why would you tell me to fear not and I'm in a storm? Mm. He says, fear not, Paul, you must stand before Caesar, and I've given you all that sell with you. So, sir, be of good cheer, for I believe God. Somebody say, I believe God. I believe God. In the face of your storm, somebody say, I believe God. I believe God. <laughs> he said, I believe God. So we're in a storm, but an angel appeared to me and said, fear not, you got to go see Caesar. Oh, Paul went to pray because he was in a storm, but God responded by telling him his purpose. God never addressed the storm. If you're praying, God, we're in a storm. Help us, help us, help us. He said, okay, don't, don't fear. You're going to go before Caesar. He never stops the storm. The storm never ceases, but he lets you know you got a purpose, so you can't die in this storm. I'm letting you all know this morning, live. You have a purpose. You got a destiny. You got a future. That's why you can't die in the situation. You're, tell somebody, I shall not die, but live. Tell your neighbor, I got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. I can't speak for you, but I got things to do. I got purpose. I got books to write. I got businesses to start. I got families to grow. I got things to do. I know you chilling, but I got things to invent. I got inventions in me. I got nations in me. I got things to do. I can't die now. I got too much. I got too much to do. Check this out, y'all. This is my next to last scripture. Yeah, this is my next to last one. Check, the, yeah, it is, it is. Check this out. He said, hold on, stay right there for a second. There should be no loss of any man's life but the ship. In other words, the ship is going to go down, but you ain't going to lose your life. I want to tell you something this morning, Liv. The ship is not you. Just because you're in it, just because it's the thing that's carrying you, it's not who you are. So you might lose some things, but you ain't going to lose you. Are y'all hearing me? Some relationships might not make it, but you will. Your job might not make it, but you will. Woo, the thing that I'm in might not survive, but I will. I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. Somebody say, I'm an overcomer. That's why you can be of good cheer. You know, oh, I'm not going to die in this. The next one says, while the day was coming on, Paul besought them to take meat. He says, yo, let's eat. We haven't eaten in 14 days because they were so scared. Read it. If you can, I'm not going to do the whole thing. We haven't eaten in 14 days because we were so scared and so terrified and so confused. Paul says, let's eat. Get some meat. Wherefore, I pray you, take some meat, for this is for your health. For there shall not a hair fall from the head of any of you. Eat for your health. As for your body, you go, as for you and your life, you're going to make it. But for your health, let's eat, right? And he says, when he has thus spoken, he took the bread. He gave thanks to God. Here we go. In the presence of them all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. Then were they all, could y'all please read that? Yeah. All of good and they also, Paul said, "Let's let's eat. Let's be a good cheer. Don't worry about it. We're gonna make it. They they all watched them like, boy, you crazy. This goes, you see the storm. We in? they all living in the reality of a thing, but not the truth of a thing. They're all living in what they see, but not what they believe. So you might be the only one in your circle eating. <laughs> Don't be afraid to be the only one in your circle eating." Because once you take a bite, then they're going to be filled. Y'all quiet. You got to be a leader, not a follower. I'm going to be the first one to have joy in the midst of all this craziness. And watch you follow me. Look at your neighbor and say, just follow me, just follow me. You might be the only one in your circle practicing March gladness, but do it then where they all feel. All of good cheer. After I did it, it filled everybody else with good cheer. So you're here at March Gladness. Your family might not be. Eat anyway. Eat. Be, go home and just change the atmosphere. Hey, ma, how you doing? You good? Cool. 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 What is wrong with that boy? What is wrong? By Tuesday, they're going to be like, cool. 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 Because they're going to be filled with good God Almighty. Everybody in your double Everybody in your house shall be filled with the oil of gladness in the name of Jesus. Just say gladness, 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 gladness. Y'all not saying it. What's wrong? What's? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why y'all not saying it? This is good news right here. Just wave your hand and say gladness, gladness, gladness. All in my house, all in my family, all in my job, all in my business, all in my ministry. Gladness! Your happiness is important to God. He said, serve the Lord with gladness. It matters to God how you serve. It matters to God how you give. For the Lord loveth us. He wants us happy, man. We got to understand that. Then they were all filled with happiness. I want to share this with you. And this is my last closing. There's a lot of things we're going to talk about during this month. We're going to talk about who we let out the house. Because I see our lives as a house with a lot of family in it, a lot of friends in it, like it's a party. Every day you wake up, the party begins. So you got your family, you got your thoughts, you got your... You got friends, you got, I'm talking about your thoughts now. Your mind is like a party in your house. So all these things is in there. When you wake up, you got to kick out and let out. Yeah, sure. Certain things you got to kick out your house. I don't even know how you got in the party. You must have came with one of my cousins. <laughs> you, you feel me? Suicide, how did suicide get in here? You got to get out. You must have came with my aunt or something like that. Y'all quiet over here. Yeah, like, yo, where'd this come from? Uh-uh. No. That's kick out, and you got to be mindful of who you let out. So when you step out of the doors of your house, that's you. Are you happy? Are you sad? Which, which you? I don't want to say, like, you psycho, but y'all understand. Which you are you letting out the house? Because that you is who the world responds to. You got a lot of confusion going on in your house probably. But you got a lot of cool things going on too. Do you want the world to respond to your confusion? Or the good? Who are you letting out the house? What character are you? What, what are you putting forth? You understand what I'm saying? We all got both. We got stresses and blessings. We got pain. and... Wh- which one? Because that's who the world responds to. Now, when you talk about March gladness, I know I talk about basketball, and I know it's college basketball, and I got the bulls on, so that's not college. But it's basketball. We have to understand one very important thing in basketball. And I'm gonna reveal it to you through the scripture as we go home. Isaiah's talking here. He says, I come. Spirit of the Lord is upon me, is anointing me to preach blessings, to, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. Here we go. To give them beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning. Another scripture says oil of gladness for mourning. And the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Now Tim talked about this today. That they might be called the trees of righteousness. Okay, so somebody say beauty for ashes. Oil of gladness for mourning. Garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Hmm. How do I want to break this down? Happiness, Tim said today, is a choice. Thank you, Jesus. It's a choice. So if, because everything don't make everybody happy. So that means happiness is your choice. If it's a choice, it is then a test. It's the test of character. Who are you really? Okay? If you can turn the other cheek or slap them, you have a choice. They done slapped you. You have a choice. I'm going to turn the other cheek or I'm going to slap them back. (laughs) Whatever you choose reveals you. Whichever one you choose reveals who you really are. I've seen people get told off, and it's, it's, it's cool, don't worry but I'm like, oh my gosh, they got so much peace, I would have been slapped them by now. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Jesus being lied on in court never said a mumbling word. So your choice is a test of who you are. Okay, so if you choose sadness, you're choosing to be, de- be depressed. Yeah. Are you understand what I'm saying? It's, it's a It's a choice. But the Lord told me last night, and I was sharing it with my wife, He's given us beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I heard Joyce Meyer say this. It's you can't have beauty unless you're willing to give up the ashes. You you don't get the oil of gladness unless you give up mourning. Beauty for ashes, it's a trade. In basketball, what they, they trade all the time. Go to the next screen. They, they trade. You have to make a choice today. Who are you going to trade? Are you going to trade? Are you going to trade? Are you are, are, you got to make the trade this morning. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Make, look at your neighbor and say, make the trade. I should have called the sermon that. Tell somebody else, make the trade. Yeah, you can't have both on your team. You can't have doubt and faith on your team. You can't can't have joy. No, no. You got to make the trade. You can't have stress and joy. You got to make the trade. You cannot receive beauty unless you trade it. The ashes. He's a God of an unfair trade too. (laughs) For your tears, he'll give you joy. Are y'all hearing me? They that sow in tears. Shall reap in joy. And the Lord told me this last night. He told me this last night. When you're willing to make the trade, see, trade is is currency, like money, right? I'll trade you this $20 for a shirt. It's a trade. It's currency. Most of us think joy is going to cost you. That's what I want to say. Joy is going to cost you. Let me just be honest. Beauty is going to cost you, okay? Peace is going to cost you. Let me just be honest with you all. But can I be even more truthful? The truth of the matter is, you can afford it. This this part made me shout last night. If you sow in tears, you reap in joy. Your payment for joy is tears. It's quiet over here. You got more. you You can over afford joy. Y'all quieted here. You cried so long. You think you can't have a month of joy? You cried enough for 20 years worth of joy. You could have. Why do we keep filling up our depression bank? You got all this currency in your bank and you don't choose the joy. You got all this sadness. You've been crying for years, crying for months, sad for years. God said, give it to me. Take it and I'll give you joy. Can you imagine the amount of joy you can have based on your sadness? Can you imagine the beauty that will come to your life based on the ashes? Can you imagine? You can afford it. You can very afford it. You can afford it. And it's time to make the trade today. Somebody come to you, live. Somebody come to you. I'm just not, oh, you need to trade that. I'm just not doing good. I mean, I, everything that can hit me. Ooh, you need to trade that. I'm not saying trade your issue. Whatever's going on is going on. But how you view it, you change that. I'm going through something. Ooh. Next time you're going through something, just say, I'm making payments. <laughs> My blessing is on the way, but it's come through suffering. I'm making payments. For I reckon, now y'all messing with me. I reckon that the suffering of this present time. It's not worthy to be compared to the glory. Glory comes after suffering. So if you're suffering now, you're just making telling them, "I'm making payments. I'm making payments. I'm making payments." I look sad and depressing and out of it now, but on the other side is glory. <laughs> Hallelujah! 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 Your peace is going to cost you, but you can afford it. Your joy is going to cost you, but you can afford it. Your breakthrough, your blessing. Everybody stand. Oh, you can make the trade. Make the trade. Make the trade. Make the trade. trade. I'm giving up depression and I'm receiving joy. Make the trade. Everybody wants LeBron on their team. (laughs) I keep talking about LeBron. Maybe you're not LeBron fans. But everybody's talking about where LeBron going, where he going, the Sixers, the Golden State, everybody's wondering where he's going because he's so, so, so valuable. Where's this joy going, your life? Where's this provision going, where's provision going? Can I sign prosperity to your team? Can I sign blessings to your life? Where's where's this valuable player going? Where's this valuable player going? Where's this player going? Anybody want to recruit beauty? Does anybody want to recruit beauty instead of ashes? Happiness. He's going to cause our happiness to increase. Spirit of the Lord, the blood of Jesus Christ, gives us access to all good things. You cried long enough, you can afford some joy. Just make the trade. Make the trade. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not going to be down. I'm I'm trading. And I know sadness has been on my team for a while. I'm used to seeing them on the bench. But I got to get them off. Whatever you're familiar with, get them off the bench. Get them off. Trading. Tell your neighbor, make the trade. We will enjoy our lives while we're on earth. We will be happy. We will be full of joy. The oil of gladness reigns in our lives. Happiness is a realm. It's a realm. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Just like I hope and I rest and all that, that's realms. Happiness is a realm I just live in where nothing can affect the happiness in my life. Are you ready to get to the place where nothing can affect the happiness in your life? I pray in the name of Jesus that God pours the oil of gladness out. On your life, you've been through some tough things, man, this year. Live, live, you've endured some tough things for for the last three to five years. You've endured a lot of tough things. Hallelujah. And God is saying, I'm coming and my reward is with me. He has a reward for all your suffering, not just when he comes again and we all go to heaven. Heaven is not our only reward. No. You're going to be blessed right here. Tell your neighbor, you're going to be blessed right here. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the oil of gladness being poured out. I thank you that we are naturally wired to be healthier when we're happy. Father, help us be drawn to the things that keeps a smile on our face. And let us adjust the things that don't. We make the trade today. Everybody say, I make the trade today. I give you my ashes. I receive your beauty. I give you my pain. I receive your joy. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands and say, I traded it. I traded it. I traded it. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.